Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Yes, good morning everyone. Welcome to Mobile Rolling. I've got two special guests this morning. We're not racing today at Globe Derby. The racing will be tomorrow night. Um, but uh, later on in the program, we'll catch up with South East trainer Stephen Fennell, who uh, landed a plonk on Saturday night at Globe Derby. Uh, but my very special guest to start the wheels rolling on Mobile Rolling is, is a, a woman who came to South Australia and looking to do things well with a husband, and uh, they are going well. The wheels are rolling beautifully, and it's uh, once again we've got on Mobile Rolling, Gator Pulicino. Gator, welcome back to Mobile Rolling, and how are you going, more importantly? Very good. Good morning, Jim. Everything is very good at the moment, Jim. Gator, we had you on quite a while ago when you first shifted uh, back here to South Australia uh, and you spoke a little bit about uh, your, where you're setting up with your training uh, centre. And just remind our listeners, or those that weren't uh, listening last time, where you set up here in South Australia and the special uh, uh, way you've set up your, your system with your husband, Frank, to, to train the horses here in South Australia. Yes, Jim, and um, we live in Malala but it's about 40 minutes from Globe Derby. We've got a 45-acre property, and we bought it off Phil and Kerry Westbury, and it's a beautiful property. There was, the home was nearly new, new stables. The, the track, we really just modified a bit the track, and we put in a swimming pool, and we used it as a bungee pool, and we've got an eight-horse iron gate walker, and um, everything seems to be going all right at the moment, Jim. Thank you. Yeah, look, it is going well because Frank's leading the, the trainer's premiership and he's putting pressure on Ryan Raharik, who's been the leading state trainer for the last seven years here in South Australia. So, And you're starting to get uh, people um, that train horses themselves here in South Australia, they're starting to send horses to, to Frank uh, to train. And one that springs to mind straight away is Illusionation. And Frank's done a fantastic job with this horse. Like, very rare do we see horses get a string of wins together here in South Australia and I think he's got seven in a row now Loser Nation and, and uh, was was the, the bungee pool one of the reasons why Frank got uh, Loser Nation in the stable or what was the reason? Yeah, yeah that, um, Darren Bulljo was talking to us because um, he had an issue with his back leg like he had done a suspensory and um, Darren asked us if because we done, we took uh, Putris over for him because and he couldn't take the jarring in, he was getting a lot of bruising in his feet. And because with the swimming pool, Future's done a really good job. And then we took him on, and it was a bit of a battle at first, but he's sort of coming together good now. Yeah. Um, Illusionation, uh, he's. I've got to say hats off to Frank because he's placed him perfectly to keep that winning run going. And a lot of times they say the more you win, the bigger the price. But not with him. His price just gets less and less all the time and he's running <laughs> hot in the odds on every time lately, isn't he? Yes, he is. Um, he he was, a, was a very good um, boy by Darren because he came here with very low points. And I think that's helped him a lot. Yeah. And, and uh, is he good to drive out there because he's got good gate speed? You use that a lot with him, Gator? Yes, yeah, he's, he's a very, very good animal. He 
Like he wouldn't give you a, a moment's problem. He's a very good eater. He goes to sleep. He's a good worker. And on on, on the racetrack, he's fantastic. Yeah. So, Gator, um, you've got a lot of horses, or Frank's got a lot of horses in the stable. Do you know, do you know how many is in the stable that, that you're training at the moment? At the moment, we're training about 18, Jim. We've got um, yep. a few extra new trotters. One arrived yesterday from Barry Preston, come down from Queensland. His name's Miracle Rising. And we've got um, four beers more, whatever his name, four, four shares more beers from and Southern Alps. And there's a few trotters. There's um, Fabio, it's Elvis, Gent. They're all, they certain to be all nice trotters, Jim. Yeah, you've got a lot of trotters, haven't you? You, you don't mind driving the trotters, Gator. Yeah, no, I love driving trotters, especially when they trot, Jim. You've had a couple of those that are a bit hard to get along with. Well, Fabio's not easy to drive, but he, he goes well when he trots, and, and so far yeah. this preparation hasn't worked out fantastically for him. But it's Elvis. He's also very good to drive when he trots, but it is, sometimes he's been making mistakes as well. So, yeah, it's, they're good when they're, they're trotting, aren't they, for yeah, sure? That, yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. What's, um, so you've got about 18... Are you looking at uh, getting bigger numbers? Are you happy to take on other horses? Have you got room for more than 18 there, Gator? Yes, yeah, especially, uh, like, you know, if they're, they're nice horses and that, we'll take them. We've got plenty of room, plenty of paddocks. Yep. Uh, we've got good help. I've got Joe Capone helping me. Tim Ward, he owns Genty, helps us. And there's um, another lady, she comes in part-time, does a gear and does a bit of cleaning. It's very good, mate. Yeah, so when you say the gear and cleaning, so the harness that you put on the horses, that's going to be clean. It's, a, it's not a good job. I don't like doing it, Gator, and most people don't, but you get someone to do that for you? Yeah, yeah, we get some, we've got a lady coming in. Because after, on Sunday, you've got to unload the, the truck or the car, whatever it may be, get the harness out, clean it all up and have it, have it ready for next week. Yeah. And and you're enjoying South Australia because, I mean, look, you, you're doing well yourself in the Drivers' Premiership. You're in the top five here in South Australia and obviously second on the on the women's uh, table, but Danny Hill's always really hard to beat, obviously. But uh, you're getting a few drives and you're picking up a few outside drives outside of Frank's uh, stable. So you're enjoying yourself here in SA? Yeah, I'm really enjoying it, yes, very much. Yeah, I'm, we're very happy that we made the move. Yeah. Now, you're not a spring chicken, Gator. I mean, you've been around a long time and everyone that's been, you know, the, even grey-haired people like me remember you as a young man driving, you know, interstate. You, you've been involved in the sport for a number of years now. So how many years up and how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I'm 66, Jim. Yep. And um, I, I, I was licensed in uh, 1979. OK, yeah. I was licensed in... I asked my dad because in New South Wales, women were allowed to drive with the men first over there. And yep. then my father, Lely Mitford, and we used to train a lot of horses too. And um, I asked him if he could nominate a horse for me in at Albury. I was looking at, through the program there and he took this horse. His name was Ben Rowland. And I had my first drive, first win there, Jim. Yeah, fantastic. So more than 40 years in the sport, Gator. Um, look, 66, is this, is this it for Gator? Like, you know, is South Australia going to be where you, you put the cue in the rack, you think? 
Para só de Is South Australia going to be the the last place? I mean, you've travelled all over all over Australia, but I mean, is this is where you're going to finish yes, up your yes, harness yes, racing career? Yes, I am. This, this is my home, mate. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, well, that's good, Gator. You're doing well. Now, what I want to do is uh, you've got nearly a full book of drives tomorrow night. You probably haven't had a chance to, to look at the form, but um, is there anything just off the, the uh, top of your head that you, you think is uh, your most favourable drives for tomorrow night at Globe Derby? Yes, um, I thought Sassy Zatera's born good to go good. She's been behaving herself and going pretty good. I'll tell you what, if I can interrupt there, look, she went really good Saturday night. I was a bit concerned about her because I know she's a... I don't know how to put it without being too hard on her, but she, she, she's a bit rattly in the head of what yes. I've seen. Like, she can make mistakes and she can be very yes. difficult to drive, but I, I see that she's starting to learn with you and, and you're teaching her how to race properly because and get rid of those mistakes by the look skater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I had... I just held me breath from the second row. I didn't know what she was going to do, same as you, Jim. And I would say, oh, hopefully, she can settle a bit because I know, like, if she's, she's got all that speed at the start, I said, oh, hopefully, if I can sit her up and she can settle a bit, she can sprint home. Yeah, and she did, she did she a very good really job. Well. Yeah, yeah, she done really well. I was very proud of her, Jim. Yeah, so Sassy's a terror is one of, your, one of your better drives, you think, tomorrow night. What else have you got there, Gator? Um, yeah, and... We've got, um, I thought Benoa's got a good each way chance. Yep. And um, we trained Mason John and Corey Johnson's driving him. He's in with a claim. And he, I thought he was doing good. I thought he had a good each way chance. He's been slowly, slowly getting fitter. And yeah, that's good. I thought they were my main chances. Yep. Okay. And, and, and is Frank enjoying the... Yeah, sorry. The, the battle's just begun as well, yeah. He's doing good, yeah. Rebecca's done a very good job with him this preparation. Yeah. He's done really good. Yeah, OK. So you got a few drives. you got a chance there to, to get a winner. You didn't get a winner Saturday night, but you were instrumental in, in setting an Australian record the previous Saturday where you got three winners and the girls dominated. You won every single race on the program and, and Paul Cords uh, put out a, 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 um, a, a uh, information for everyone, like a news article saying the girls have broken the Australian record. You won every single race on the program up against the guys. So well done in that, Gator. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, it was um, was a pleasure to be a part of it, Jim. And the yeah. girls did a very good job here. Yeah. Hey, Gator, keep driving winners. Um, and, and I hope Frank keeps training winners. And uh, we, we hope you have a good night tomorrow night at Globe Derby. And we thank you very much for your time this morning on Mobile Rolling. Thank you very much, Jim. And thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, look, we spoke about uh, how the uh, the winners at Globe Derby, the South East dominated, and about time we caught up with the South East trainer. They uh, are racing a little bit longer than normal because of the mere fact that uh, we've got the South Australia meetings because we now have uh, half a meeting filled with races from Mount Gambia and another half of the meeting filled with races from Port Pirie. And I thought I'd catch up with Stephen Fennell because he... he, uh, he has got a small team of runners, but he brings them to Globe Derby, and often we see the plonk is landed. So we'll find out about this guy, whether he's got a heap of punters that load up on the horses when they win, but they got Van Marahome in race two, and Stephen Fennell joins us on the show. Good morning, Stephen. Welcome to Mobile Rolling. Good morning. How are you going? 
I'm going okay, but not quite as good as you, mate. You just keep bringing these horses to the Globe Derby, and if we follow the money trail, we'll be well and truly in front over the last couple of years. But well done, uh, Van Mara, who's been just a new addition to the stable. Let's talk about you and your horses and how you got involved in harness racing. So how did Stephen Fennell get involved in harness racing? Um, well, when I was younger, my grandpa was a trainer back in the day. So yeah. I did pony trots and that kind of stuff. All right. So uh, what made did you go straight from pony races straight into to harness racing, like track work or working horses? How did it work from there? No, well, I already did the pony trots and then I kind of drifted away from it for a while and played, concentrated on football a bit. And, um, you a good footy player? Oh, just a battler, mate. Just a battler. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um, then um, Mark Phillips got me in ownership with a horse, and that kind of got me back into the game. I started helping him jog, jog it and stuff like that. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. And um, now how many horses have you got in your stable? Because you, you floated three horses at the Globe Derby on Saturday night. I mean, did they all fit in the one float or did you truck them up with other southeast trainers? How did it work to get to the track on Saturday night? No, I took them up myself. I've got a three-horse float, so just filled her up. Yep. And, all uh, right. Working about six horses at the moment. Okay. And can you cope with that, Stephen? Because you wouldn't be full-time. Because I, I, when I rang to, to tee up for the interview, it went to, a, I think, a work uh, message bank there. So tell us about who you work for and, and uh, what you do there. So I work for a company called SMS Geotechnical. They're um, based in Adelaide, and I've got a, a branch down here as well in Mount Bambia. Yep. So I'm a, a soil tester. So in construction, test roads and house pads and stuff like that. Okay, so just run us through what you actually do there, how, how you actually test the soil. What, what sort of, what's the procedure that you've got to go through? So we pretty much test the soil for compaction. So, yeah, just make sure that okay, it's so been worked properly by the, the contractor and that, and then, we, yeah, we come along and test it with a density gauge. And, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's SS, SMS Geotechnical. So that's that's what you do. So then, in your spare time, you get to work your horses. Uh, does it work in well with with training your horses? Yeah, I tend to try and get the horses done before work in the morning. But sometimes I run out of time, so I'll jog one after work or whatever I've got to do to finish them off after work. Okay. And where do you, where do you do your work and your fast work? So have you got a track at your place? And where do you do your fast work, Stephen? So my horses are based at the Mount Gambier track, so I train from in there. Okay, yep. Uh, yeah. All right, well, that's handy. That's good. Um, you're allowed to put the lights on if you get home too late at night or you go around in the dark? No, I've got the little light on the helmet. <laughs> the minus, minus cap. <laughs> yeah, the old minus hat, so... Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, let's talk about your horses now. You had three horses Saturday night. I, I think uh, you'd be happy how they all performed on Saturday night. Yeah, no, I thought they went really well. 
Um, what about Van Mara? So he's fairly new to the stable, Van Mara? Yeah, um, that was his second start for me. Um, Jason Lee reckoned he'd be a good purchase for Adelaide to race up there. So yeah, we claimed him from Melton, Alex Ashwood and Kate Hargraves. Yep. So, yeah. So he settled in well in the stable, Van Mara? Yeah, he settled in really well. Um, good horse to do anything with him, though. So happy okay. with Okay. All right. Well, you got the money over... Uh, well, our Sir Ivanhoe's run a couple of really good races here lately at Globe Derby, so you're happy with how he's going for sure, I'd say. Yeah, he's just starting to hit his traps again. Um, but it's good. Took a little bit to work him out, but... He seems happy and he's starting to put the runs together. Okay. And the other guy you had in the collector, we've seen him run some real ripper races here at Globe Derby. I, I just don't know if he's exactly at his absolute top that we've seen him here at Globe, but it was a better performance there on Saturday night, I felt. Yeah, he's probably a little bit underdone still. He's just starting to get to his full fitness now. Probably needed that harder run on the weekend. and Yeah, he's still got a little bit more to go into him. Yeah. All right, well, you did the... the I, w I would estimate it would take about a five-and-a-half-hour float trip to get that laid from where you are. Would that be right? Yeah, it's about five-and-a-half, yeah. Five, if yeah. traffic's not too bad for the city. OK. Um, so you've got to travel a fair bit there when you're not racing at your local uh, Mount Gambia race meetings. Uh, how, how are you coping with that sort of thing? And, and, you know, you've done a bit of border hopping where you've gone interstate and raced interstate, so you're still able to do that well? Or does that suit you to do that sort of thing? Yeah, um, I look to go to Victoria whenever I, whenever I can because obviously not as far to travel. But um, at the moment with COVID and stuff, we can't really get across there, so that's, I've only really got Adelaide to go at the moment. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit tricky. Um, yeah, tell us about the travelling times to some of the tracks that you'd go to Victoria, because we've already established it, it takes about five hours to get to Glebe Derby. What about interstate, when you do interstate travel? Yeah, so go to Tarang a bit, that's about three hours away, and then Horsham is about two and a half. Yep. And then Stool and Ararat, they're a little bit closer, and Hamilton's only an hour and a half away, so whenever that's on, I try and get over there. Yeah, yeah. So you really you're a closer neighbour to the Victorian tracks than what you are to the Globe Derby track, but uh, yeah, but in our state here in SA. So, what about the? Uh, is, are you happy now that with the the meeting, uh, the meetings are extended? I suppose now at, at Mount Gambier compared to previous years. Like usually we'd go from November to March, and that would be the racing season. But now that we're doing the the South or Harness Racing SA are doing the South Australia meetings, is that better for you that you're getting more options to race at Mount? Mount Gambia now? Yeah, absolutely. I reckon it's a, a great idea that they've come up with. Um, otherwise, yeah, it'd be a lot harder to get to the races, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, um, in in uh, in closing, um, how, like you said, you went for the pony, pony trots. I mean, how did you go about as far as getting your licence and who helped you out the most to get your licence and first train your horses and how long have you been training horses now for, Stephen? Um, well, Mark Phillips and Dave Phillips played a big part in me um, getting my licence and getting back into it again. Yeah. Um, and then Paddy Lee and Jason Lee and Mark Lee have all helped me out a fair bit 
like finding horses and stuff like that. Okay, yep. And I've probably had my licence for about four years now, I reckon. Yep. And, um, yeah, I do a bit of pre-training and stuff for the leaves as well when I can. Okay, yep. Yeah. All right. And, and you enjoying it? You, are you coping with the work that you're doing plus working your horses? Are you enjoying that side of it? Yeah, no, I really enjoy um, training horses. Um, it's good. Yeah. And if you don't mind me asking, Stephen, how old are you now? I am 33 years old. Okay. All right. Well, there's plenty of time to train more winners, isn't there? Are, are you looking well, at getting more horses? Um, well, I thought about trying to do it full-time, but you can't really do it full-time from out here because all the travel and all that. Yeah, yeah. Makes it a bit harder. And, and you've also mentioned the COVID. I mean, at this stage, you, you just don't know when you can go interstate to the closer tracks with the COVID situation the way it is, how it just starts and stops, hey? Yeah, that's right. Um, I probably just concentrate on going to Adelaide every fortnight for now, I'd say. Yep. I've got another horse that's probably, probably needs to go more on a Monday too, so I'm going to try and work company out there as well. Yeah, right. So when you come to Adelaide on a Saturday night, you're here Saturday night with your three horses, all right? You've got a five-hour trip here. Do you, do you stay, do you leave the horses here overnight and go back in the morning or do you, do you drive straight back home? How does it work, Stephen? Uh, well, we usually on the day we head off about 8.30 or something like that and get up to Bronte Giorgio's and put the horses there and give them a feed and stuff. And yep. then we head off to the races and then, yeah, we generally head home straight after the meeting depending on how late our horses are in. Yep. And, so and you say we, so you, there's uh, other people with you to, to help share the driving of, of the vehicle to, to get the horses home safe? Yeah, I have a few people that used to come up with me and yeah, we share a bit of the driving and stuff like that. Okay, all right. All right, yeah. so you mentioned that you're planning on a... Say that again, I missed that, sorry. But yeah, I reckon we, we probably got home from Adelaide on the weekend about 3am. <laughs> All right. Takes well, it out, um, yeah, yeah, you've got to recover the next day for sure. So you're planning maybe every fortnight uh, lobbying to Adelaide on a Saturday night. That's a plan of attack from now. Uh, and you've got these three. Uh, what about the other three horses you got in work? Are they, they ready to race or what? Um, yeah, so one of them is just about ready to race. So I'd have four racing, but she's not She's more of a sort of a battler. So I'll probably look at racing her in the mount or in Adelaide on a Monday or something. Yep. But um, the other okay. three, I'll keep bringing them up together because they're, they're pretty consistent type of horses. So. Yep. All right. Well, fair enough. Well, well done, Stephen. Uh, Van Mara flew the flag for the team there on, on Saturday night, winning, and, and uh, you used Sam Pascoe to, to steer at home. Uh, she also had the drive on our, so Ivanhoe, who finished third, and the collector, who finished second. So you got the one, two, three on Saturday night. If you can keep coming to your Globe Derby and do that, well, uh, you'll, you'll just keep coming back, won't you? Yeah, that's it. Um, makes it a bit easier when you get some results to fund the trip. So, yeah, we'll keep on coming up. No worries. All right, thanks for your time on Mobile Rolling, Stephen. Get back to working those horses. Get them ready for the next race. No worries, mate. Thank you very much.